Are you ready to be done with the school year? Man, I am. Welcome back to the All in the Homeschool Day podcast. We've been talking about some other topics, some home management, time management, emotional intelligence. And today, for the next few episodes, we are going to be diving back into homeschool planning because it's that time of year again, and we tend to think about homeschool planning in May, June. So I wanted to share some thoughts with you about how I plan my homeschool year, because that's the process that I'm getting ready to jump back into soon. But before we can do that, we have to think about ending the year strong, especially when at the end of the year, we are just so ready to be done. My family has learned that we are so done with school by the end of April. So I have actually learned how to plan our calendar to reflect this. We typically end by the last week of April. We have May to enjoy the weather before it starts getting hot. So I will leave a link for you in the show notes to a post I wrote about how you can create a homeschool calendar that works for your life. You can figure out those rhythms that your family really values. Now, this year, we're actually not going to end quite at the end of April. So I know this episode is publishing on May 1st, so obviously we're not done with the school year yet, but we really don't have a whole lot left to do. So how do we end the school year strong? Well, today I want to share with you three tips that can help you finish out your school year. And we have done all three of these and used different times, sometimes at the same time. So let me just dive in and share with you the three tips so that you can end your school year strong. The first one is to wind down. And this is what we're doing this year. As my children finish a subject, we don't start new ones. I've done this since they were little, and especially now that they're older and they can choose their own timing and how fast they want to work through subjects. When they finish a subject, they're done for the year. I set set out the expectations at the beginning of the year of this is what has to be accomplished for this subject. And when this subject is complete, when you've done all of the assignments that need to be done, then you're done for the year. So for this year, my youngest is a freshman and she's still doing all of her lessons at home and she has some math to finish up. And just because of the fact that math is hard for her, she's not been moving at a fast pace, but she's been moving steadily along. She's also had some times recently where she needed to take some extra time to focus on her sewing projects. She is involved in reenacting and they have had some events that she needed new outfits for. And we actually have a subject schedule for her this year that is sewing and design. And so what she was doing because of the way that she was uh, approaching this, the project actually was counting towards that subject too. So she was still doing school. It just looked different than like, the same schedule every single week. So she chose to push her math out knowing that she will have to be doing it at least through the end of May. Hopefully she'll finish by the end of May, but if she needs to, she can do it into June. The other uh, subject that she has left is still a little bit with her fashion and design slash history 
for her history this year, she studied the Civil War and read books about the Civil War, learned about the time period, the people that lived then. Um, but she particularly wanted to focus on the historical dress and how that played into um, that era. So she's making a Civil War widow's mourning outfit. And so she has pieces of that finished, but still has to finish a little bit. So those are the two aspects that she will be finishing up. My oldest daughter is doing a dual enrollment. And so she has classes to finish related to the dual enrollment and has to obviously go by their school schedule and they end mid-May. She had two classes at home. One was English and the other was math. And she has finished both of those already. And so she has only had the dual enrollment aspect. So as they finish a subject, we just don't start new ones. We set out, this is how much needs to get done this year. And when they finish it, then we uh, move on. The second way that you can end the school year strong is to change the scenery. You could do this in any number of ways. We get bored at the end of the year and we're tired of the same routine, tired of, okay, what's, what are we doing today? Oh, it's the same as yesterday. So we'll do, we'll mix things up. Sometimes we'll take our lessons outside. Sometimes we'll go to a coffee shop or we might go to a park. Anything that we can do that will change the scenery to make it a little more interesting and to spice things up. Now, the third thing that you can do is to just stop. It is okay for you to call the school you're done. Definitely know what your the laws for your area are and make sure that you are meeting the requirements set forth by your state. But if you have met those requirements, you do not have to finish the book. Most states require that you have a certain number of hours or days of instruction. Um, maybe you need to turn in your uh, plan of instruction, but there's still usually a way for you to say, we have accomplished our objectives, but we're not finishing the book. And I just want to give you some encouragement and hope you have a little peace. I have talked to a number of teachers who have said that they don't finish the whole book either. They typically consider a book finished when they have completed about 80% of it. Y'all, you do not have to finish the entire book. It seems like we need to, but you really don't. Now you can, at the, at the end of a book, is typically content that is more interesting, maybe a little more hands-on or practical, and so your child may be interested in finishing it. Or you might just want to stop and pick back up at the beginning of next year or not go on at all. We have had so many years that we have finished, have stopped reading, uh, stopped the lessons, whatever it was, and didn't come back to it. We just, we never finished the book and that's okay. We accomplished what we were trying to do. Now, what if you need to get in a, some more instructional days, but you are so done with the book work? Oh man, I have been there too. And when that happens, we'll do something different. We'll change things up. We might go on a nature walk instead of doing a science lesson. We might take a field trip. We might just spend some days playing games, or we might read a book just for fun. 
And there are times that we will work on developing a skill or working on a handicraft, something that is just different than what we've done for the rest of the year. And that can be a great way for you to, uh, in the year, still get in your instructional time, be doing things that are building your students' um, skills and abilities and knowledge of the world around them, even if you're not still working out of the books. So just to review, those three things that you can do to end your homeschool year strong is to wind down, to change the scenery, and to stop lessons. So as we close, I want to ask you a question. What would make the end of your school year enjoyable for you and your children? Think about that as you think about wrapping up and what it is that you may want to change or you may want to do so that you can end the school year on a high note and um, set up, set the stage so that next year when you start school, everybody's a little more excited and not dreading getting into it. If you're not sure how you want to end your school year and you want some help brainstorming through that, I would love to help you brainstorm and figure out how you want to end the school year well. I'll leave a link in the show notes to uh, schedule a coaching call with me. And through the end of July, you can schedule um, a session for 50% off for the summer. And that coupon code is SUMMER. Plan. So I'll leave the link below and you can uh, schedule a time and we can work through that together. I hope that you have a wonderful week as you think about wrapping up the school year and thinking about the future and just the possibilities that that might bring. Thanks for joining me on the Purposeful Impact Podcast. I pray that today's episode blessed you and that you found encouragement and practical tips. If so, would you share this episode with someone else so that they can be blessed too? I'd also appreciate it if you would take 30 seconds and leave a rating and review in your podcast app. Leaving a review helps other homeschool parents find the podcast and know if it's a good fit for them. Thanks so much for helping to spread the word.